Getting their right back, we've got about one centre half, and we've got no cover at left back. Oh, and by the way, Tierney can't play indefinitely. Where's my right back? Where's my right back? Smoking mirrors, it's bullshit. Smoking mirrors, it's bullshit. Smoking mirrors, it's bullshit. We need a right back. Where's my right back? Where's the defenders? He's gonna cost cost us this this league. Where's my right back? It's the 8th of January! We've been led down the garden path here, and he's all buying it. Boyata, I told you all about Boyata. He's all bought in. Oh, he's a Belgian internationalist. Piss off. He fooled you all for a few months. He's shite. Aye, and you've got Gordon putting the ball up to him. Is he thick? Is he actually thick? He's shite. Where's my right back? Where's my right back? Where's my right back? It's the 8th of January! Game Gordon! Game Gordon! Game Gordon! He's shite! We need a left back, a right back, we need centre half. Get my back five! It's the 8th of January! Where's my right back? Where's my right back? Where's my right back? It's the 8th of January! Well, again, it's 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 the ramblings of a man or a boy or a child. Brown is done. Get him to Australia. Any means necessary. The time's up. Where's my right back? Where's my right back? Where's my right back? It's the eighth of January. In Cham, Boyata, Brown. All three of them. Absolutely terrible. You should apologise after it. He's shite! Where's my right back? Where's my right back? Where's my right back? It's the 8th of January! Jack Hendry's gonna come out here again! Consistency was. You would think after a bit of time I went to Camden. I've got a bloated squad and we need to put some of the animals down. Where's my right back? Where's my right back? Where's my right back? It's the 8th of January! I think I spoke a hell of a lot of sense. Hello and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Football Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Gallagher. Gallagher. And I'm joined by, I mean, Louis McCaffrey sitting across across from me like he's fucking Conor McGregor. He's got shades on. He's got his arms out. Um, I've never known such little fame to go to someone's head in such a, a quick and aggressive way. And to be honest, I'm impressed by it. I'm a pretty big deal now, Chris. And um, it's great to be here. It's the 15th of January. We still don't have a right back. <laughs> But 
T-shirt. There is, uh, there's, there's one hero from last week here and there's one who's been thrown in the bin. <laughs> God rest some man, he was, he was a loyal, loyal servant, but um, he had to go. Yeah, he, he had something on. <laughs> he had something. He was busy. But no, that's the, the, the dulcet sexual tones Thank you. of Louis McCaffrey. Um, Where's My Right Back t-shirts will be available from the 90 Minutes Cynic store within, within weeks, I'd imagine. Willing to sign merchandise and <laughs> breasts. Yes, Okay, weird and inappropriate, but there you go. Uh, To my left-hand side is uh, the Hobbit, Chris Bowd. (laughs) I've seen the the beard and I panicked. Uh, That's fair enough. I enjoy eating mushrooms, smoking. These are all (laughs) Hobbit habits. Hobbit habits. Uh, To my right-hand side, uh, the the Viking, Christian Wolf. It's been a while, Wolf, but it's good to have you back on board. The Vikings also ate mushrooms. But for different reasons than the hobbits. We're talking about uh, Louis. Um... Well, I'll just let that one go. <laughs> Welcome to the 90-minute token. Um, can you move this down a bit? Yep. Talking about Louis' fame, you kind of enabling this though by making a whole intro around him. Fantastic intro. It is. Which our listeners have just a listened. What's your point? I'm his, I'm his manager. I'm his, I'm his manager. If anything, to be honest with you, um, I have an agent now. I'm so big. Yes. Uh, so Louis will be taking bookings 2019-2020 uh, at uh, Chris Gallagher at the Galatron on Twitter. Let me know thoughts. Getting paid by the syllable. I'll I'll pass them on to to the, the talent. Syllable. Your sour. Anyway, um, yes, listen, um, no publicity is bad publicity, I've been saying that from the start. But no, so that intro was quite cool. Hopefully we'll be doing, yeah, try and do some fun intros as the season kind of closes. Um, before we kind of start anything, actually no, well this is kind of just the start of the podcast. Um, we're going to mention the fact, uh, some transfer news that we've had the last couple of, the last week um, since last week's podcast. Some stuff's kind of broke, or nothing's broke, but there's rumours of kind of stuff and deals that are going to be uh, maybe come to the fore at some point within the next uh, two weeks. We're also going to do in the second half, uh, Christian, what are we going to do in the second half? We're going to take over um, the transfers from Celtic FC. Um, Peter Lowell has had enough. It's too much dittering. Not getting any players in, so he's giving us the responsibility. So, or, or we are taking responsibility, comrade. Yes, it's semantics. So yeah, um, we're going to give ourselves. Um, I think there's a difference between someone giving up control and having control taken from them, son. Yeah, you really should learn that. Okay, oh, you'll find out soon enough. We'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, so we're going to try and um, agree between the three of us. Um, we have a budget. We have transfer targets. We have scouting notes. We have everything you need as a transfer committee. No, we don't. You have a budget. Um, <laughs> I mean, we've not actually seen any of the players. But, but. You have scouting notes? No, we do. Sorry, yeah, you're right. So, essentially, what, what will take place is Chris Bowd, um, Christian Wolf, and Louis McCaffrey will be the transfer committee. I will be the timekeeper for this little... The gamekeeper. The gamekeeper. Um, it is quite like Dungeons & Dragons in a, in a lot of ways. Bowd, you've got experience with Dungeons & Dragons? There's I do. no surprise. It's nothing <laughs> like Dungeons & Dragons. How? How is it like Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, I don't know. Is it not? <laughs> you control it. You're the dungeon master. Is that your? I mean, that's yes. And that. uh, a couple of dragons. Unless we were to bring some some D twenties in here to make some decisions. A couple of dragons have been put on the transfer list by Spartak Moscow. I don't know why I went to the coldest <laughs> wow. place. Where would where would dragons be 
Um, How would Russia's a good show? China? China, thanks very much. The Chinese market. Uh, good stuff. <laughs> okay, so we'll move on. But we'll get to that. That'll be the second part of the show. Um, and uh, you can do- not even download. Um, there's links to the the whole thing on our Twitter, but we'll come to that. Um, Steve McManus and uh, Damien Duff have been appointed. Steve McManus has been appointed the under-18s coach and Damien Duff has been appointed the reserve team coach. We had Liam Divers go to Celtic Park today for a sort of interview, sit down with Steve McManus. It was a sort of press conference um, sit down with Steve McManus and uh, this is what Steve McManus had to say. Listen, it was... It was uh... I certainly never expected to be back here as as, as soon as, as as what I did. So, listen, I wouldn't have been here if it wouldn't have been if it hadn't been for the staff at Motherwell, the the club at Motherwell. You know, I think that's important. First things first, because everybody there was absolutely terrific with me. It was a fantastic club to be a part with. I've been kind of involved in the academy side at, um, at Motherwell and obviously doing the reserves and some of the first team stuff as well. So, I've been doing that for the last four or five years. So, I think the academy game in this country does. There's a lot of talented young players. So many talented young players, not just at this football club, but other football clubs as well. Um, all I'm going to try and do is, is try and bring some of the experience that I gained over the 20 years I had as a professional and implement that with the young players today. You know, there's They've got so many good opportunities ahead of them. There's so many people with a lot more knowledge than what there was when we were younger. Um, but the aspects of the game still not changed. It's not changed in the fact that you only get out of something what you put in. And I think when you when you're associated with a, with this football club, there's a certain way that you need to go about your business. I think you need to be humble, you need to have humility, but you also need to have an extreme an extremely good work ethic. I've always had that. Like I said, the reason I had the career I had as a player is because of the upbringing I had here at this football club. I do think that young players nowadays get a lot get not just young players, but younger younger people, younger kids get too much too soon. I'm guilty of it with my children. My children are nine and seven and they get too much too soon. And I think when you need to work hard for something, you appreciate it a lot more. Like I said, I made my debut at 21, which was late on, in comparison to everybody else. But because of that, I felt as if when I got it, I didn't want to, I wanted to hold on to it for dear life because I knew how hard I had to work to get there. So these are the kind of, the, the kind of messages that I'll be, that I'll be, I'll be demanding of the young players that we're going to be working with here. And the one thing that, if you want to become a professional footballer, the only, the one thing that will guarantee you is that you that you need to be resilient. You're going to have knocks to your confidence. Whether you're going to you're going to suffer blows, whether it's through injuries, manager not picking you at a young age, getting getting distractions within becoming a young man. So it's how it's how you how you deal with these things. Um, so you're almost as, as a, when you coach young players you're almost you're doing a bit of everything you're trying to be a father figure you're trying to be their coach you're trying to get to know them you're trying to make them comfortable in their environment because it's important that they get to, to know you and they can trust you as well the young kids come here at a very young age the same ways that they do a lot of the other academies in the, in the country and there's a lot of talented young players a lot of talented young players in this country as a nation we're quick to to beat them with a stick to turn around and say oh he's not good enough he's not good enough. I've seen it I've worked in in, in in the under-18s and the under-17s for the last five years. While I was still playing, I was working in, in that environment, so I could see the talent. I could see the talent at other football clubs. At this football club, there's some special, special talents. But they also need to realise that it's not just going to happen for them. 
it's important that they need to work for it, they need to be dedicated, they need to understand it, they need to work as hard as they possibly can when there's nobody watching. Listen, there'll be, there's, there'll, there'll be a pathway here within, like I say, the next step will be the reserves that, that, that Tommy McIntyre and Damien Duff will look after. Chris McCart will be one who I'll be in constant dialogue with every other day probably. But the manager here is extremely open to being there any time I've met him. Even when I was still playing, he always made a, a, a point of coming to speak to me, which you remember, and I th- it was a great touch. And he's always, any, like I said, he was a big factor in me coming to the football club, along with other people here as well. So, like I say, I'm very thankful for that. What you find at, at this club is, is that there's always people willing to help you. So whatever it is you need a bit of advice of, there's always somebody that's, that, that's, that's there willing to help. Like I said, I'm, I've been, this has been my job now for 18 months since I retired from playing. So I'm still learning the game. I'm going to be working the coaches that I'll be working with on a daily basis. I've been coaches for a long, long time, so they're terrific. They're great lads to work with, um, and like I said, they'll be there to help me as much as, as I'll be able to help them. From a, a tactical point of view, is there a kind of clear direction that you want <coughs> the under 18s to be following a similar style of play to the, the first team, so that the players can maybe take a step up seamlessly? Listen, the, what's what's in place here already is. It's a brilliant infrastructure that, that, that Chris McCart has, has, has led for, for, for a number of years. Um, like I say, with the, with the coaches that are already here, all I'm going to do is, 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 is follow that path and any experiences that I've gained along the way, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to add bits and bobs here. But this club's, this club's always going to be here. The infrastructure throughout is, is terrific. That was one of the big factors when we come in here. So I think now it's it's about me building relationships with people that I've known a long, long time. But it's in a different sense now because the, the playing side's done and dusty than it has been for a long, long time. So great stuff there from Stephen McManus. Uh, thoughts on the appointment? Um, just why are you laughing? I thought you were going to ask us for points on his comments. And no. We just sat in silence. For, we just sat in silence just for two minutes. Just to blow the magic of the podcast. Then, but, yes, yep. the magic of editing. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, what do you think about Stephen McManus? About happy, would you have preferred someone with a little bit more um, va-va-voom or it's not about va-va-voom I don't, I've no idea what his coaching qualities are to be honest um, he's, he's, he's been working at Motherwell so yeah. uh, <laughs> but I don't I just don't like the idea of jobs for the boys and, but I, I I trust in Brendan that Stephen McManus has a, a pedigree and that's why he's been brought in uh, yeah. I, mean, I think that's my point as well. Um, I'll be honest. I don't know about Stephen McManus' coaching badges. I don't know about Damien Duff's coaching badges. But I would like us Celtic to approach recruiting coaches in the same way they recruit players, in terms of trying to go out and find the best ones. If you put somebody in charge of the under 18s and and reserves, you want really really good coaches there. Coaches who have a long many years of experience in it I, listening to some of Steve McManus comments today and this is maybe really unfair on but it kind of says yeah I'm you know I'm going to get in and kind of not learn on the job but it wasn't far off and I think if you bring somebody in to the under 18s as Celtic they should be top level coaches of that age group and I don't really care that much if they come from the club they have a background in the club Again, that's not really something you look at in terms of players. So, so why should you look at that for, for youth coaches as well? Steven uh, Gerrard type. Well, you would have been perfect. Um, I think one of the things he kind of says um, is, I think Liam asks him pretty much, um, 
will you know will there be a distinct style of play that you'll kind of integrate and he yeah. essentially just says aye whatever they're playing aye the infrastructure is there so but that's it, right. it, it, he but should be implementing whatever we should have the same strategy at every age group yeah that's that's a fair enough point and, but at the same time you'd like the mat that you'd like whoever's in charge of whatever you know role to be pragmatic enough to be like well if this isn't necessarily working we're not we're going to you know, have discussions with Brendan Rogers, but if, you know, I think it's more more a case of pragmatism as opposed to this is how it's done and that's it. Yeah, it, it almost sounds a bit more like he's, he's not as an ambassador, but if you're gonna okay, we need a new under 18s coach at Celtic. Should you not go and look for some shit hot under 18s coach in Belgium or Portugal or, or that kind of style? I don't know why you should just limit yourself to a pool of ex players that. Happening to be, you know, like to get into coaching. Can he can he play right back? Am I right, Louis? Can he play? Can he play right back? No, he can't. He's left footed, so probably just left back. Play centre back and centre back. Yeah. Need, yeah. Um, thoughts, Louis? Do you not care? Is this below you? This this chat couldn't give a shit <laughs> until the right back is here. <laughs> would he would he get into Brendan Rodgers' team as a player? No. Was he technically gifted? No. Is he going to? Had he called his coach? Uh, he, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Are you technically gifted? <laughs> You've got to think, what's he bring to the table? I don't know. Like Christian, the foreigner wants a foreigner. I'm all for it, I back you. Foreigners are the best. Let's go foreign. Let's go foreign. Everyone in this room is a foreigner to me. Uh, you're certainly a foreigner to us, my, my man. We don't get many like you in this country. Um... <laughs> So yeah, so I mean, we'll see how this plays out. Uh, but thanks to Liam for for going along and, and getting those uh, getting the interview and um, done terrific work. Um, I, I would say as well, we're going to try and you know, I would try and go to as many of these press conferences as we can, I and mean, we like to try and ask some questions that you know maybe not asked of, of Brendan that much. And I think Rory Price, who went to a couple before and after Christmas, had some you know good interaction with Mister Rogers as well. So that's something I'm going to keep doing. The rest of the season as well. The price is right. <laughs> good. Good, good. Bowed's off to a good start. Bowed is off to a good start. Uh, okay, so Louis, I'm going to come to you um, because there's only th- certain things you talk about. There's certain things. That mo- a lot of stuff's beneath you in terms yep. you know, we're going to get to this point where we're not even going to come to you because this podcast might be beneath you. And at that Finally point, showing a bit of respect. Yes. Apologies. Um, I'm sorry for, for going with Sir Manny. I should have went with you and Christian the, the whole time. Sorry, right, man. Forgiveness? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. You bunch of losers. No, about the about the uh, captain independent. He just he just part of everybody will... and nobody's. Yeah, group. I'll stab all of you in the back. <laughs> good, good. Without but smiling at you. That that will work well with the uh, transfer committee stuff. Yeah, as oh well. yeah. Uh, no, but we'll start with you, Louis. Obviously, Oliver and Cham. It's been reported um, in Portugal that Porto are ready to make a bid for him. Um, Thoughts on that and where we are and how that would affect the squad? I've got a bit of mixed feelings on, on the old Cham. I think he's shown that he can be very, very good. And then he's shown, like the last game he played, that he can be absolutely awful. So I think if 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 that if 14 million, which is a number that's kicking about, if someone offers you 14 million, you take it. And absolutely, you take it. And Chancel and Bemba as well. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that I mean, we've been linked to him before. 
he could be a good option um, coming in at centre half. Yeah, I, I I would be all for it. I, I think Encham is not guaranteed a place in the team right now, anyway, um, and he's shown to be very inconsistent. We could. Are you giving up on him too quickly? Not you, just in general. Would you be giving up on him too quickly by getting rid of him after what a, a season and a half? Yeah, yeah, possibly, especially when you've just given him a new four-year contract, literally in November. Yeah, um, but I don't know. It's, it's, I, I suppose I sit here and I say, you know what, fourteen million, I would take that, but I would be taking it and wanting it reimbursed in the team, and that's not going to happen. So there's also that argument, like all of these multi, the the, the kind of bigger money deals, we never really see all of that money put back into the playing squad. So, if we get the £14 million and the defender, brilliant, we've got a defender, but that would probably be it. <laughs> we but, probably wouldn't spend the money. But do you think that Celtic would bank the money and then parade the, <laughs> <laughs> the centre-half like he was a brand-new signing and some sort of unbelievable PR stunt to get, just keep money and forget, make everyone forget? Absolutely. Absolutely, but you've got to remember we didn't make the Champions League, so he's just making ah, up the shortfall. Yes, yes. Um, and I would quite be—I'd be happy if they paraded the fourteen million as a, just a <laughs> lump a of cash, yep. lump, lump of it's cash. It's a printout of the the current account. Yes, um, terrific stuff. But no, I mean, would you be sad about losing the champ? Yeah, I, are we it, are we too quick to judge players? Oh, yes. yeah, always. Um, and I really wanted to disagree with Lou, but I pretty much uh, agree with what he said. Um, I think Encham's a great player. Uh, he's had some terrible performances this season, some fantastic ones. I think he's got the potential to grow into a fantastic player. So why not wait? Um, if he's got the potential to grow into a fantastic exactly. player, why not wait? Because right now, he's if everyone's fit, he's not a first-team cho- uh, pick for me right now. I think if Cham goes now, you've got two weeks to replace... One of the, I would say, one of the biggest talents in the squad. He hasn't been that good. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Go on. <laughs> he yeah, hasn't on. been the, yeah, yeah. that good this season. But you, you leave a big gap in that squad. He might not be first team just now, but he's, it's not like he's far away from it. Um, he played the last game that we played, yeah, and he's he's got a huge amount of potential. And I don't think Potro is, you know, they're not. They're a clever club. They're not going to throw money away. I think they see his potential. I think it'd be silly for for Celtic to to sell him now. Once because I think he's probably going to have a better second half of the season. I, I think that's likely. Um, so if you sell him in the summer, he'd be worth more. I don't think you should sell him at, at this point because he hasn't really fulfilled that potential. And you'd be just be leaving a, a big gap in a big gap in the squad. Now, if you told me. James Forrest for 12, 14 million. I would say sell him because Forrest is coming up to 28. Well, you have to look at this quite, you know, emotionally. You have to take emotion out of it, Louis. Because if you're running a club and you, you, you're you going to take 12, 14 million for somebody who can be worth a lot more, James Forrest for however, how good he's been the last year and a half, he's been, he's been really good. But there's... Rumours of offers coming in for in for him for, for ten million as well. No, I mean the rumor was eight, and you wouldn't yeah. take eight for him. That's I think that's embarrassing. I, I just think he's, in a way, I think you can more. 
even more easily just now because he's one of the best players. But there's I, lots I, of I, yeah, I, players I, who can do that kind of role for Forrest. I, 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 I think I, it's harder to replace Charm. Somebody with his potential. I I agree with you, but I still think eight million is an embarrassing. I mean, there's no. Bid, I did say twelve to be fair, but yeah. No, but I just mean yeah. the, 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 the reported the bit, the has reported been bid was eight, and that's a that's a joke. Yeah, but um, when, is it, when is you've it? Get, when you've get, it? I think is looking it? at the English market, I know we obviously we always get. Fucking hell, man! If Callum Wilson right is worth um, going for, Callum Wilson plays in the Premier League. That that bumps up his his prices. Yeah, yeah. So the fact is, if everything's getting bumped up. By the way, I don't think Forrest is worth like fourteen million pounds or fifty million pounds. I'm not saying he's worth that. What I'm saying is, had it been twenty one, twenty two years players in the market of Great Britain, yeah, exactly. The United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Here we go, James (laughs) Forrest. James Forrest will be twenty eight in the summer. Yeah, he's 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 a player who's I don't think he's developing. But he's, prime. He's, he's reliant. Yeah, but no, not as a winger. Lot, he doesn't have a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah in but the we, next couple of yeah. years, he's he's this is his peak years now. He's gonna he can fall off a cliff very very quickly because he's so dependent, quite dependent at least on, on his physical qualities and his speed. And it, it, he's more than just his speed. But I'm thinking, I think if, right, if you but, want to be ruthless about this in the transfer market, and you want to run this club. At the optimal level, you have to take tough decisions like that. But, so if, but, if you if you got twelve million for Forest in this window, I go, yeah, no, at least in the summer. Well, at least for us, but, but, but hold hold on, hold on. The problem the problem we have just now is that we've went down this model of signing potential, signing players who might get good, like in Cham. What we don't have enough of is players who are in their prime. We don't get the players in their prime because we we get them young, we sell them young. That's a very good and point. We, we don't have enough players who are 27, 28 playing at the, their best football of their career. Now, we've got players in that squad right now who are underperforming. James Forrest is one who is performing very, very well. Why on earth would you sell him when halfway through the season when we're now in a title race? No matter what his age is, what money you're going to get <laughs> I'm from not, not saying you, you should don't sell, sell him. your best player. I'm not saying you should and sell him. You should sell him before Cham. In terms of purely but, financial but in, potential, but in Cham's potential, who's not performing, who won't get, he doesn't get a game. He's twenty-two. Yeah. He does he's get a game. He bossed Rangers off the park just four or five months ago. But what happened? What happened three weeks ago? Not really. What happened three weeks ago? Two years. He couldn't string two passes again. I just kept putting out. Yeah, he's in a bad spell of form. That doesn't mean you sell him to the first. Okay, I really wouldn't say a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. And I still don't know what that means, by the way. Uh, I, what you said about replacing in Cham, I think that's even that applies even more so to Forrest. I think we don't ha- right now. We've got central midfielders. We don't have someone Do you that know? can replace Forrest. Do we've you got, know? We've got youngsters. You, you, we don't you have- know you need to play three of them every game. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if, if you sell Cham now, who, who do you got? McGregor, fair enough. Christie, Justin, Tragic. Yeah, well, and then after that, Scott Brown, Malumber. I mean. There's a couple of points, right? The first point being that um, Louis' point about keeping players in their prime. I agree with that. I don't think we keep enough players in their play, in their prime. Christian, I get your point. If you're com- if you're looking at comparatively, where is the bigger money? The bigger money is in in Cham because Forrest is probably at his aptim- absolute optimum. Yeah, he's has he's going to start to slow down within Especially the next. Especially player in his position. Absolutely. However, very. Rarely do we get a player that wants to spend the next his prime at Celtic. Mm-hmm. Clubs in England would buy Forrest if he was available. Premier League clubs, I don't have a doubt about that. Right, I'm not saying Manchester United love Liverpool. I'm saying maybe a Bournemouth, 
maybe a kind of mid-to-bottom uh, Premier League team, yo-yo clubs, yeah, big clubs would want to buy Forest. We don't need to sell them, though. So your po- I agree with your point about who. where are you going to make the more money? You're going to make the more money in Encham. Absolutely. However, why sell a player when... when I'm not saying sell him. I'm yeah. saying if no, you I'm, had the I'm choice just, between yeah. selling Cham and Forest. My point on Encham, If you look though, at it, just purely take the motion out of it, take your Celtic background out of it, you go with you what, sell what, what, what do you do, what do you do if you knock back the Encham money now and he throws a shit fit like Boyata has and it upsets the dressing room and he downs tools? He's, he's got three and a half years on his contract. He can down as much tools as he wants, but he, he won't because he's a professional footballer. Who is no, in a bad spell of form? He hasn't down tools, though. I think this is this is a ridiculous notion that somebody's. No, 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 like, no, I'm not, not going to play for six months. No, he's no, he's, I'm, he's I'm in not, a bad patch of form. He hasn't down tools. No, no, I'm not saying he has. I'm saying look at the example of Boyata, for example, who didn't turn up for a European game. Boyata's because got one he year was down in terms to force through a move. Boyata, and, 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 Boyata was in a and very Chambel good. And have looked at yeah. what happened to Boyata as well, but Celtic took oh, quite a, bit, a hard yeah. line on him. And, and they'll they look at Dembele and go, I want, two months ago. I want, Why would they I sign want a the contract two months ago? Yeah, I'll make a point. See the whole Boyata situation and how it was treated. It was the club was as much at fault as fucking um, Boyata was. That should have been sorted out before the the seat last season was over. They're still fucking up. Yeah, you've also got Jackson within Jam when he signed that deal. He was told, look. We will let you go in X amount of time. And I don't think X amount of time was January. No. <laughs> it might be summer coming. It might be two years coming. But I'll take, I'll take a couple of points. But, um, a couple of no, points. They're, they're not going to say, look, you can go in, in 12 months' time. It will be if an offer comes in of hmm. a certain amount, we, we will let yeah. you speak to the club. Yeah. See, since our, see, since our upturn in form where we went about, what, 10 games undefeated and we played really, really well, our midfield was Ryan Christie, Tom Rogic and uh, McGregor. That triangle, yeah. we played some of some of our best football I've seen over the last maybe four or five years. Right, mm-hmm. fantastic mm-hmm. stuff. We had all got rid of um, Ryan Christie in the summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He wasn't good enough. He he wasn't. Well, when actually, he, when he, no, 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 I've no. never got rid of oh, him. Oh fuck off! How you did? No, I, no, I, I've been pretty consistent. I can, oh, you have <laughs> not. <laughs> Uh-huh. Consistency. I'd also like to say I have never got rid of him. But the fact is, um, we were all very quick to write him write him off. Players form dips and Cham see see the, see the, the form that Cham has uh, the form that he's in a lot of that I think is to do with the fact he's not had a regular central midfield partnership partner the fact that he's been injured the fact that he may, maybe there's a fact that he's still only 22 and he's, this is the first time he's lived abroad we're very very quick to get rid of a guy who I agree with Christian has potential to be the best midfielder at the club so I, I would personally I'd fucking say. I'd be, no, but I, 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 I think your point to Chris is that I think we often forget that footballers are human beings and they're young men. These are guys in their early twenties. I mean, God knows what we were like in the early twenties, but they're still, even though they're footballers, they still goes through those patches as well. So I, I think it'd be crazy to let Cham go right now. And as you said there, in terms of that midfield of actually him having Callum McGregor behind him instead of Scott Brown might help him out as well. And I think a midfielder, McGregor, Christie, and Cham is something I would pick before Rodrigo on top form. Because I think that would suit Celtic better, especially in Europe. I they think, got a I more think, complete skill set. I wouldn't I think, let Tam Rodrigo near a European game this spring. Um, yeah, Just like Louis last, like, last <laughs> autumn. Your rebuttal, Louis? What, I mean, no. But would you? Tam Rodrigo hasn't... Would I? 
Yes. You 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 literally, yes, you literally dropped Tom Rogic from Against the key Rosenberg. European that was game because of I the wanted season. him to play in the cup final at the weekend. <laughs> Don't you dare, <laughs> Tam. You're, you're no, you're that's moonbeam type stuff, man. No. Tam, Tam starts. Tam plays. He just he just won a game in the ninety fourth minute and against a, a, a fucking Australia. that was Syria. outside of Europe. It can only it can only be what's in front of you. <laughs> Did, he, he, did he put it in the onion bag? Yes, he did. He could have put like five in the onion bag, though. Listen, what um, in chat? It's potential is a hard thing to quantify. Oh, hold yeah, on a minute. He's played well. He played fantastically against Anderlecht away. He played fantastically no. against Rangers. He is a player that, given the right platform and given the right structure, will absolutely thrive at Celtic. Uh, we can't just write write off absolute diamonds. Just because oh, he's played about four or five bad games in a row, he can't play him anymore. Bullshit. He's also played in about three different positions within that. Remember, he played wide left in a fucking diamond, like away to Motherwell, and everyone was talking about how terrible he was. He was playing fucking wide. Give the guy consistency in the right position, and the guy will be absolutely one of the best players in the club. Proud disagrees or agrees. I, I don't think there's a wrong decision. I think if we if we sold him, we get fourteen million plus a centre back. That's ten million profit plus a centre back. If we keep him, potentially we have a fantastic. What player. would you do though? It's risk reward. What would you do? Hold that thought. <laughs> oh, as in, <laughs> we're going to come to that later. All oh, right, Shay. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay. So in charm. Uh, yeah, tick keeping him. Not sorry, that's for Let's later. See. Uh, what about okay? This is this is an interesting one, um, Christian. You crunched some numbers from at Modern Football, um, comparing in Cham. I'm um, not in Cham. Sorry, comparing McKenna and Boyata. Um, I'll give you a second to pull that up. <laughs> yes. What do you want to know? But I want you to talk through those stats because some of them are really quite interesting. Louis, what's your initial thoughts about bringing in McKenna? Um, no. Absolutely not. No. Why not? Because I think we could probably do better. Chris, to be honest with you, I've never really been overly impressed any time I've seen him. Um, I, I just, I would hope that we could do better. But I, I don't think that... I, I just think this transfer window has proven, proven everything that I said last week, that the club don't have a clue. They don't have a strategy. They don't have. A, they don't have targets identified. Mm. Is, it just seems to be, it, you know, they're making it up as they go along. There's, there's no centre half that we have identified through scouting or through agents or. Through I think Scott McKenna has been scouted. Has been. He's um, not been identified. Oh, no. He's been identified. Um, we've got a clear strategy as well. Tim's and Americans. Yes, that is the Celtic. Strategy going forward. American Tim's would be perfect. Well, so let's get some uh, Tim. Uh, who's the goalkeeper again? It was called Tim. Ah, shit. American guy. Yeah. 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 Howard? Tim Howard. Tim Howard. Let's get Tim Howard in. Perfect. Uh, thoughts on McKenna, Chris? Uh, he's an upgrade on Hendry. Um, <laughs> wow. That's, that's kind of damning with faint praise. Yes. No, I, I, I'm not going to pretend I've seen a huge amount of him, but what I've seen of, of him, I think he's decent. My kind of concern for the money that we're talking about, could we get better? Um, but at the same time, I'm saying Celtic shouldn't accept a like chicken feed from England. So why should Aberdeen? Wise, so why should Aberdeen? Absolutely, we shouldn't talk down the value of Scottish players. But um, I just don't know if he's he's proven um, that he's worth if it's five million plus. 
I think to what players I think, yeah. or whatever, whatever that would come to. I well, mean, for for what it's worth, from my point of view, bring you a second, Chris. But what, Christian, what, for what it's worth, from my point of view, I've seen him quite a number of times because I, for some reason, just I, I, I like him. I think he's fast. He's strong. Um, there's this idea that whenever he plays against Celtic, he's shit. Maybe that's got to do with Celtic being the best team in the league by quite a distance. Celtic make European defenders look shit. Um, and I don't think he's ever looked shit against us as well. I've seen shit quite a lot. I, I think he potentially could be a really, really great defender. Now, does he have flaws in his game? Absolutely. But he's fast and he's strong and he's good with the ball at his feet. There's this myth that he can't dribble or that he can't pass the ball out. When he was playing for Scotland against Costa Rica, he played it right back and he played really, really well. And his use of the ball was very, very good. Now, that's one game. But when you're being coached by Derek McInnes, McInnes, you know, fucking negatives. Levels. Um, he also falls in possibly to that group of players we were talking about earlier where we need a core of... Uh, McGregor's and Forrest's and Tierney's that will stay with us. <coughs> so you want a, a, a Scottish centre half pairing of uh, Hendry and McKenna? Is what you're saying? No, we want half the team to be I'm, shite I'm, Scottish I'll players that have to stay with us. I'll, I'll tell you something. See, Ayer and McKenna. You put them together, there'll be some ups and there'll be some downs. But seeing two years time, we'll be relegated, and that. <laughs> <laughs> so don't do that, <laughs> Christian. What's your kind of? You had some. You're saying there. He's, I haven't seen it enough either. You're saying he's fast. He's got a fat. He's got a good recovery on him. I. I, I think the issue with getting a centre back from Derek McInnes Aberdeen is that he's been playing for Derek McInnes Aberdeen, and and they set in. If, if yeah, and if you look at the stats, for example, in terms of Boyata in the league this season, he's, he's got 77 passes, and McKenna's got 29 passes per game. So it, it, it's such that, that just shows there's completely different styles. Boyata's got over seven dribbles per game. McKenna's got two and a half. So again, as a Celtic centre back, you're, you know, you assume you you will be able to pass the ball. You can be able to take the ball out on your feet. Um, in terms of you look at his duels and his defensive like air duels, he's he's, he's really really good in the air, I, I which is something we're lacking. Um, he's won eighty eight percent of all his defensive duels in the air. Boyata's got. Um, 67% uh, best one in the league is actually Christopher Ayer um, that's quite surprising 67 for Bayata. I thought it would have been a bit higher um, he just sorry, really sorry, wanted sorry, to hit that sorry. 70, <laughs> <laughs> um, 78 for Bayata. but Bayata has defensive duels in his own box so basically ground or air duels in the, your own penalty box McKenna wins 87% of them Bayata wins 67 where kind of McKenna falls down in, in, in the duels is the ground duels. Um, so he's only won 62% of all the duels that's, that's on the ground, but yeah, that's 78. So from that, I kind of get, it doesn't pass as much, it doesn't dribble as much, and he doesn't win as many duels on the ground in, in that team. So I think there's so many unknowns about Scott McKenna, whether he can adapt to Celtic or not. In, in one way, you don't know. You have to put him into that position. You have to get Brendan Rodgers yeah. to coach him. But, I, I, but yeah. see, see, the thing is, right, we brought in Jozo Simunovic, right, in his first half a season. He looked terrific. £10 million bid from, from uh, who was it, uh, Torino. And everyone was going mental. Don't go, don't go, Jozo. We, we <laughs> loved him, how great he was. He's not worth, he's worth a fucking nothing now. So you're so, saying sell and champ. 
what I'm saying is, you, you can, you can, what I'm saying is, you can bring in, uh, a, you know, a highly rated foreigner or someone of potential, and they can absolutely flop us. But I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying I don't know how. Scott is Mc- foreign or potential better than homegrown potential? Is that what you're saying, Chris? What I'm saying yeah. is, it's all the same. What I'm, what I'm saying is, well, just I've said, I've Celtic. Brendan Rodgers clearly likes Scott McKenna, right? Because he's, he, every time in every press conference, he talks about he talks about him highly. There was a bid for him. He says he likes him. So I tell you, I tell you, who I don't like Chris. I don't like Boyata, <laughs> and I don't care how many passes he makes a game. Get him sold. Whether McKenna's the answer, I don't know. But I'm telling you, and, Boyata ain't the answer either. Okay, just in terms, just to finish so, off. To finish, sorry, Christian. I mean, we might come on this as well, but I think the elephant in the room when you talk about these transfers and, and Brendan Rodgers is, is Brendan Rodgers, his track record in terms of transfers. That's a very good. And it, it seems like from the outside, at least, the kind of manager who wants to have control over it. Um, you, you look at his transfer record at Liverpool, it's, it's very hit and miss. And there was all this talk about, <laughs> you know, the transfer committee at Liverpool here. You know, they got one signing, Brendan Rodgers got another one. I think the example used recently was Balotelli. Well, I think the, Balotelli was the summer they got Firmino. Apparently, Firmino was something that was pushed by the transfer committee and go. The, you know, Ben Rogers went out and wanted Benteke. So I just don't. I don't know if he's got. You know, you need to do so much as a manager these days. You can't really have an overview over scouting and, and, and analysis and, and doing all that by yourself. You have to have people around you that you trust, but. In terms of Brendan Rodgers' transfer record, um, I mean, it's kind of people he knows. Uh, it's you know, it's more the obvious targets. It's never seemed to be one to go out and trust. You know, your German scouts or your Belgium scouts and, and bring do we, those. Do in. we have German scouts and Belgium I, I, scouts? I, well, I, I don't mean, know. But in, in terms of when Brendan Rodgers comes into a club, he wants control, and in a large part for a club like Celtic at this point, I think that's a really good thing because he is one of the best coaches um, around, probably the best one Celtic could get. But in terms of building up a system and processes that have where everything goes like that in terms of transfers you have scouting and everything is run a certain way not just by who you know and who you played with and, and Scott McKenna is the best centre half outside Celtic John McGinn is the best midfielder outside Celtic I, I, just, I, I just I don't know if is if, that being pushed by the club though or is that I, well, I, I, I think the club I, I don't think Brendan Rodgers want, he wants the final say in everything and I don't know if that's a blocker for putting in place a recruitment uh, process that actually work at the top level because clearly Celtic doesn't have that and I don't know if that's is that a stru- club structure thing or is it more Brendan Rodgers saying oh, no, this is, should be my but way it's, it's, it's obvious that things have, things have regressed they've changed but they've regressed since he first came in he first came in it was you know Brendan will do anything he want, Brendan, so he could sign whoever he wanted they went out they spent the money they got Scott Sinclair he was. He wanted him. They went and got him. He, he, he spent money. He, he spent money on some players, some quality additions. If, okay, he's, he's got it wrong as well. But the club backed him that first year. They backed him. The last last January, they backed him, but to a lesser extent. He got the B list players that he wanted rather than the A list probably, and they they ended up signing the, the Jack Hendrys. He wanted Jack Hendry. He wanted. Um, who else did he sign that window? Um, <laughs> well, there was an, there was another couple of players that he said he said comp, uh, yeah compa. He wanted them, so he got them. The club got them, but they didn't back him with the same the same kind of weight, the same kind of money. 
And then in the in the summer transfer window, again they didn't they didn't back him even to to a lesser extent than than the previous January. And then we get to this January, when you would think that the club would go back to the the way they backed him in the first year to get him back on side. Have they? No, they've kept but, regressing. Now we're we're signing players on six month six month loan deals, and the only player that we've bought is for two million. Yeah, so something's not He's, right. There. It, it's it. When you, th- when you thought it was going to change, that I, I think we all thought we're going to spend money this window, we're going to back the manager or else he's going to leave. And and the board have went, no, we it's talk- not happening. We've talked about this in, in many different times in many different ways, but for Celtic to really progress, they need to be top level and do things at the top level in every single aspect of how to run the club. And I think the transfer process they have is you can... Well, you know, I'd love to be a fly on the wall, but and we only see this from the outside. But the results, the output is, is 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 very clear. It doesn't seem to be any much of a coherent strategy. I think the scouting, not non-existent, but it doesn't seem to be any systematic going into specific market and, and picking these kind of players. It just seems very, almost a bit antiquated in terms of how it's to be. I, it's, I, it's who I, knows? I, I even, even Bio, who might turn out to be great. I don't think Celtic's got a scout in the, the Slovakian I, I, I th- league. I th- you know, I, I think, I think they, Peter Law. I think Peter Law's last big, th- last big legacy at Celtic will be bringing in a director of football, and I think he'll do that after Rogers. Um, so I, that's why he's not back. But it's not, and, and I, I, I agree with you, Louis. But I also think it's not just to bring a guy as director of football. You have to structure the whole club in a way that that's how you make decisions before yeah. before we go to um, our we project that we're going to do about Yaya Turi Yaya or Nana oh, I I don't think so I mean it would be great he could be fantastic but I just I don't I, I think the wages we'd pay for him would the six months would be get out of him be enough time for him to come in and make an impact. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it would work. Uh, Great. Great answer. <laughs> oh, you fucking wee dick! Just yeah. sat in the fence. When you go, that's not the usual passionate bout. Bout. I want an answer. I. I, I very don't. much gave. An answer. Say yes with passion or say no with passion. Come on. See, this kind of black and white thing is because this is why we got Brexit because of people like <laughs> yeah. Louis. He doesn't have any nuance. Brexit, Louis. Just is yes or no, black or white. But that's out. Um, <laughs> Agreed. Um, about, about that's fair enough. You, you can sit in the fence if you want, pal. Don't let anybody fucking tell you. Chris on the fence, bowed. Because see, we know if, this. If it happened, I would be okay with it happening and if it didn't happen I would be fine with it not happening um, if we, Someday d- Mark made a very good point it would be oh, you, should have just, you should have just passed this off as your own mama. <laughs> that's what we all do uh, <laughs> it would be hard for the media to kind of make fun of the signing considering how much they've spunked a load over the foe so they would be in that kind of position well yeah I mean that's a good point but at the same time fuck the mainstream media we are the mainstream we media the, pal no because then that's they don't people won't listen oh shit we are the alternative. We are no, the alternative. That's a bit, it's a bit all right. We are. We, we should <laughs> listen to night and We're the pure good media. We are the new wine. We are yes, whatever he said. Uh, yeah, yeah, Turi Blue. I want Shane up, Shane Yeah, <laughs> agreed. 
it's hard for me because I, I I like a name. You know that. Oh, Boud, Boud would sell out for a fucking name. That's right. He would sell. Well, out. I wouldn't sell out because I, I like a balance sheet as well. You know, I want, <laughs> he does I like a profits, balance sheet. Quarter on quarter. Fifty fifty. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I would. I would sign him actually. I would. I would. I would take Yaya Touré. You know, he's obviously coming in at the age. Unlike. He has to play. He has to play. Uh, uh, he has to play every week, which whoa. means you're dropping. No, Tom no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. That's, that's just, what, just give him a pay as you play deal. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's another summer, Annie. You'll not be on the pod next week. <laughs> um, unlike the other side of Glasgow, when they sign a 36-year-old, he's to come in and play every week and make a huge difference and win them a title. We sign Yaya Touré. It's not to win as win as the league or play every game. Yeah, Yaya Touré. He wouldn't play every game, but he would bring a lot in terms of leadership, in terms of experience, and he would obviously add add qualities to the team, probably in the way that the likes of Malumbu hasn't been able to do. I mean, Malumbu's now training with the, the reserves. Reserve, yeah. I mean, it doesn't look as if he's really going to feature anymore. Yaya Touré coming in, do you know what? I would have Yaya Touré in the team over Scott Brown at this point. <laughs> Very Take him for six months, free. I, th- I think he would add a lot. He, but he's not there to go straight in the Saint team Scott, play every week. Scott, That's madness. Send Scott Brown to Australia any means necessary. That's any, what you said. That's what you said last week. Absolutely. Correct. I stand by it. Get him to. You're all going to be raging with <laughs> Scott Brown. Captains <laughs> us to 10 in a row. Still going strong. Uh, I, I think Carrying yeah, the team on his back. I, as I said, I think Yaya Touré, I, you know, I think he would demand that he plays every week. The, 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 this, next co- this next contract, I think he'll, he'll definitely, pro- most likely be his last one. And I think he'll be, I'll come to Celtic, no problem, but I want to play every week. Do you disagree, Christian? No, I, I agree. Uh, having listened to Bald and Louis there, I'm, I'm even more certain that I shouldn't sign him. Um, I think he's different than his brother. I, I think Colo Komen... He's, he's a different kind of character. He, he was a desperate need for him. Uh, he got Celtic into the Champions League, uh, a big contributor to that. And he, it was always like, it seemed like the plan there. He can come in. He's in the coaching staff. He's, he just seems like a slightly different type of character than his brother. And I think bringing Yaya in now is, it, it, it's not like, yeah, oh, I'll come and play a few games. Yeah, I'll sit on the bench at Dundee away. Fine. He's not going to do that. I, I, you know, he's going to come every, in. He'd want to play every week. Right, he'd want so, to play consistently. I don't know if he'd have to play every week. Well, the, the one thing I would say, and I'm hoping I said this before the pod and not at some point during the pod, and I'm just repeating myself, but Lustig kind of coming out of the team, Brown coming out of the team, Yara, Yaya Tori would give you that experienced head that you're maybe then missing. Ah, it, yeah, leadership's a state of mind, belt. You know, you, you don't just Jesus. get the respect. I'm not, I'm you don't, not, you not. don't get just get respect because you're old. I, I think is, is, is Yaya Tori a leader? Has he ever been a? a I mean, he's, he's somebody who seems to spit, you know spit the dummy out or something. He's following his way. Many a coach. Um, I, I, again, just take emotion out of it. Why? Why should you sign a 36 year old? Who demands lots of wages and want to play every week when you, you try I to play? I think also, if, if you, it's not like you desperately need him to win the league. Uh, Celtic's going to win the league anyway. Yeah, yeah. To, you need to grab that part or we'll win it when we win it. Um, yeah, yeah. Touri signing would mean that um, one of Scott Brown, Tom Rogic, Ryan Christie, or Callum McGregor doesn't play. And do you know what? Listen, I think he's a terrific player, yeah, yeah, Touri. I don't want Ryan Christie's development to be stopped 
Don't I don't get want, seduced I by don't, the name. Yes. Fuck him, we don't need him. Get him to fuck. In fact, I'm going to find him and I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> for no apparent reason. Okay, so that's our kind of look at transfers. Oh, We are now going... Oh. What? Come on, we look back. We look back. What? Come on. Come on. Come on, Chris. Where's Play the my game. right back? Where right. is my right back? That's what this Let's next... talk about it. No, but that's no, what... No, because this is all football manager we'll push. Talk I'm talking about real life. Do you talk about real life? This is what we're talking this about, your fucking tit. This is real life. You absolute tit. We are going to make this try to sound interesting. <laughs> I'm going to Remember fail, we so we're really him. relying on you two <laughs> yes. to pull this through. We can um, have that discussion while we're having a fun game as well. Uh, what I would like to do is just give a wee shout out to Stevie Walls at StevieBoy67 on Twitter. Why? Because um, he's a good guy. Oh, do you know him? Like, is your pal or something? Mate of Andy's. Shout out to Andy as well. Oh, Andy McCaffrey? That's the one. Shout out to Andy McCaffrey and his pal, Stevie. I don't just get on here. What if we digressed, didn't he? Digressed? I had digressed. to save from your nonsense, okay? I pulled away. We're suddenly giving out shout outs. Shout outs are allowed. <laughs> are you being paid? I've not been paid. Not yet. Christian? Wolf? No shout thoughts. Talk us through your this um, project. So what I wanted to have here, Louis, is that, you know... You, Remember to speak into the you mean better than now the transfer committee. Mm-hmm. So we have a list of players here. Um, so first, what we have, we have uh, some offers. I've completed it. <laughs> <laughs> Homework. Oh, don't show us. Don't Done. show. Oh, right, okay, so. we're gonna agree. No, it's I've just... seen Rob Douglas. I'm <laughs> intrigued. <laughs> so all of these, well, most of them are either rumored offers for Celtic players. It's a lot of these transfer targets is from our scouting uh, series that we had expert league experts in five different leagues. We gave them Celtic's uh, transfer demographic and they came back saying these would suit. So you have some players here that your scouts been out and, uh, and checked. You have some notes on them. And then it's just different players that has been rumoured with Celtic. So what we're going to do is, is try and see between us. There's seven right-backs. There's seven right-backs. Louis going to buy all seven. That's where all his money's going to. So, so here you have, Louis, you, you can, you know, you put, put you, this is what you're going to do. You're going to put your money where your mouth is. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. So you've got your alternatives here. You know, right-backs have been talked about. You've got the centre-backs. What do you prioritise? Who, who do you sell? Who do you bring in? Just, and can, and can you, just you for know, the, the listeners, they can find this document on our... Yeah, we'll, we'll tweet this. This um, the document will be tweeted with a link to the podcast, so that you can easily go in and see the um, the full sheet of what we're looking at, and you can make, do it yourself. So essentially, talk us through. There's everyone. So, there's a go on. Go so, on. so you have offers for thirteen Celtic players. So you start with a budget of seven and a half million. Anybody you sell here, you get the money, all of it. Then you have about forty transfer targets with a, a sum of money quoted for them. You can only have six transfers because you don't want to go crazy. You don't want to upset the squad too much. That's inclusive, in and out. In and out, inclusive. So you have to. What about free transfers? Well, you... people who are unattached. Well, if, if they're on the list, you can have them. So out with the six? No, no. no. I've got six, Lee. That's mine. Right, yeah. you, you, there's, a, there's a few loans in here as well, but they will count towards your total. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to do this half an hour. But the game master general over here. Like At it. certain points, just as in a real transfer window, if we don't agree and bank a transfer, 
he might up the price at certain points. He might lower the price, or he might take away the availability of a player. I, I like the idea. This little simulation you put together. It's a simulation just, of the transfer I'd just window. like to put a wee disclaimer out there. If this is shit, it's got <laughs> nothing to do with me. Yes, this nothing. Is, this is a Christian Wolf production. I'm going to do my best to keep this boat afloat. My sponsorship deals. <laughs> <laughs> cannot suffer off the back of it. So, so I'm going you'll to start, start the clock. Start the clock now. Boom. And I'll wind Louis up. Okay, so we've got... Um, so talk us through your first signing or what we do. Well, I, I mean, the man to my right here, he's been shouting, where's my right back? So what's your number one priority to the transfer market? If you can go choose now, who do you yeah, choose? Well, do you go and choose a right back? <laughs> well, i tell you what my, what my strategy is for okay. this window. Um, it is defensive... Reinforcements, defensive reinforcements. Okay. I like it. I, I'm not. And how I, many do you want? How many do Celtic need? Hold on. I think offensively we're quite strong. So I'm looking at defensively. I think we need yeah, a right fine. back. We need a left back. We need a centre half, and we need a new goalkeeper. You're gonna get because older. Gordon. Are you gonna get four? Is shit. All in in January. So you're guess yes, we're getting them all in. You're trying Christian. to sneak that in right now. We're no, gonna that's have not gonna happen. Yeah. Well, we're not you can't change it. Nah. here, and I don't know if goalkeepers. Hold on, so I can't tell you what I want to do in the transfer. You can, you can tell us. Do, but it's, not point one, the show. it's a transfer committee. Yes, well, let's debate together. it. Let's talk yeah. about okay. it. Let's talk. Tell you, us your priorities for the window, bud. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, it's defensive right back, obviously, right at the top. Of I that think we're going to have to start with the right back. Yeah, right back. Are we agree that we're going to bring in a right back? Yeah, and I think unfortunately we're not going to be able to get rid of a lot of plankton because we need to bring a lot in. So a lot of those six transfers. I'm not a fan of bringing a lot of people in, Bald. I I don't know if we would, you know, three in, three out maybe. But I I've got four coming in too. Right. Okay. So why don't you why don't you agree? Let's start with this. Why don't you guys agree on how many are coming in and how many are going out? No, no, no. no, no. I think we can all no, agree no. we need a right back so we can. Let's focus start with on the right that. back. Okay. Right, okay. I think we all okay. agree right back is number one priority. Yep. And he absolutely. needs to come in in January. Okay. So we got um, a total of seven, eight right backs. Some can play different uh, positions. So we have Omar uh, El Abdari. That's what I'm, the pronunciation I'm going with. So uh, he's Norwegian, isn't he's he? He's 27. He's Norwegian. He's got 34 caps. He's been playing in the Olympiacos the last few seasons. A short loan spell with Hull. 27, quoted for 4 million. So there's your more experienced right back. And then you have more younger ones. You've got Timothy Fosumensa. He's not very good. Well, he's, he's, he's been rumoured, you know, he's when playing you're a full Man United. You speak to yeah. The last time we bought a right back from Man United, it didn't really work out, did it? So... <laughs> but you got... Um, the left back. Right, so, what, so, so what, what right back from the, from the list available, who's coming out at you? Right, right, so why don't you read them all out first and then you can yeah. see. So you got it's gonna be Omar, Timothy Fusu, uh, Timothy Castagna, uh, Belgium international, who plays for, for Atalanta. You got Joachim Mele, who's a Danish right back in, in Belgium. Your scouting notes, Louis, says he's been the best right back in Belgium this season. Um, you got a young right back from uh, Anderlecht, Alexis Salamakers, also highly late, rated into the team this year. Thank you, Master Boy. Um, no, I didn't. You just. Oh, Kevin yeah. Membabu, who is. Schalke is rumoured to be interested in. He's the most expensive one there. He's 21, plays for young boys, 9 million. And then you have Buta, who plays for Royal Antwerp. In, in, he's got 57 youth caps for, for Portugal. And then you have 
Do people look? Let me jump in for a second. Do people maybe look down at spending, look down their nose at spending so much money for a what? defender, and that's where maybe the board, um, if you turn to the board and you say we want to spend nine, nine million pound on a right back, would the board turn around and say absolutely not? Well, I think this. Well, it's you're the transfer committee, but yeah, then no, you no, won't no, have no. much. You won't have much money, but so you can the high, most highly rated one there is Kevin Mababu, who's. Greater than nine million. Schalke is interested in him. I think he's twenty-three. I think you mentioned twenty-one. At least you're he's twenty-three. Else. Thank you. <laughs> um, so you have him, him and Chancel Mbamba at, at Porto, who can play centre back and right back. And then you got the you know, Norwegian Umar, who's the oldest. So Leo, do you go for a bit more experience? Do you go for you put all your money into your first choice right back, or do you go with somebody slightly younger at twenty twenty-one? What you're looking for, Lewis? Um, I'm I'm looking I'm looking for youth and um, but but quality, um, someone with potential, which I'm sure you'll like, uh, Christian. <laughs> so you um, can punt him in about two years. So you think exactly. you think Umar at 27, who's who's a full international play for Olympiacos, uh, vice captain of Norway, 34 caps, four million pounds at 27 years old. Is that too old for you? But that you said, even though you said recently that you know you want people who are in their twenty seven yeah. and twenty eight. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want I want players in their prime, absolutely. You but, want it all, and, and, so and to make this, don't sit on the fence. Then see if I yeah. can speak. <laughs> Louis, <laughs> could you just tell us what you want? Get could off you just, the fence, Louis. Can you just get over yourself and speak? You've been wanting a right back for weeks. Surely you've so made up arrogant, opinion on what you so want. Arrogant. You shout and you shout, but Louis, it's the fifteenth of January. <laughs> we need a decision. Where's my right back? Go. There's seven I'm there. going to control alt delete the shit out of this. <laughs> right. I'm going for the boy Alexis you can fill in a second name. The right back from Anderlecht, he's twenty. So you're for going for the million. right so you're going for the youngest right back. Yep. With probably the least Well, yeah, so so he's probably I mean he's what's the scouting notes saying here? Um former, former winger. winger, great technique, occasional defensive lapses. Twenty years old, he's gonna go in. Number one right back at Celtic. Just yep. Even though you've been uh, complaining have, have, about Lustig's defensive um, lapses, that's one of your biggest complaints. And yep. I'm just, I'm just being. Yeah. Um, but about well, the, 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 hold on. Okay, well, it's just going a bit slow. The time is ticking. You've got six minutes of down. The, the occasional defensive lapses. I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about that. There's all defenders are going to have occasional lapses. I'm thinking we've got Kieran Tierney on the left, young. Look what he can do at his age. This boy, I've heard of a lot of them, I haven't. I would put my money for four million. I would put it in the potential of him from Anderlecht. That's who I would go. With. Just as a quick, he's, just, got, he's I, got great technique. Former winger. He's going to be pacey. That's what we need. Someone who can overlap. I want someone in the mold of Katie. Okay, just to not to undermine your point, but to make the idea that because Katie's young and he's twenty, and look what he's done. Look at what Ralston's done. Do you know anybody in this fucking list? I'm but you transfer committee, you have scouting notes. Right, well, I've made a decision. Why is it wrong? <laughs> about let's discuss this. So you got <laughs> about you, yeah. you, four million pounds. Do you go for the twenty-year-old promising Belgian right back, or do you go for the twenty-seven-year-old experienced Norwegian competent right back? Quite, I think they're quite similar in, in playing style. So hold on, there's a list of eight, and you've got him in that. You've just given no, him two, and he's got to choose. So you want Omar? No, no, no! I'm not saying that. That's because you're ch- choosing him for four million. You have the same player for four. I think same I, sum of money. I, I, as, as a Celtic fan, just looking at this and someone who I've heard about, I think you're missing out a massive uh, op- opportunity, five and a half million quid. But that's just 
Yeah, that was my first choice. Yeah, well done, Talk us through that. Timothy Castagna, or however you pronounce yeah. that. Uh, that's my Italian heritage coming through there. He's Belgian. Um, <laughs> He's Belgian. Is that not an Italian name, though? I don't know. I don't know. If you don't know, then it shows <laughs> why you had an Italian heritage. So, unlike Louis, I've done my homework, and I've watched at least <laughs> one three-minute YouTube video of every player here. So... <laughs> you say three minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, somewhere, 30 seconds. Uh, but no, Big Tim. He's a Tim. Yeah. So that's a start. Uh, I think he's got the he's got the attacking now that we'd look for in a player, but I did like what I seen defensively of him as well. Okay. Um, what I would say, um, we're talking about spending a wee bit of money on the right back. I absolutely think we should. I think making what currently is our weakest position one of our strongest positions is exactly what we want to do. Exactly. Um, but he hasn't played much. Well, he's played he's a fair bit, but not that much a right back. Yeah, and what I'm saying is, 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 don't you want somebody who plays right back, you know they play at a certain level, they have the experience to play their week in, week out, they're a safe pair of hands, and all the other ones here, I think, other than the really expensive one, is, is a bit more doubt about them. Even your man Tim here. Omar's one of my choices as well. He's, okay. I'm, just, I'm just saying. He's solid, as you say, 27, so he's about the right time, but he, he's, he's maybe not got the potential to grow massively, but he can do it, as you say. Uh, we know he's done it in different leagues. Um, and the other thing I was thinking was Mbabu, uh, who I know we've got him as £9 million. Pounds, um, but yeah, we can't afford him, because well, we only have 7.5. 7. Well, we could be... You're selling fucking half the squad, so... <laughs> Yeah, but currently we've, got, currently we've got £7.5 million in the bank, so we can't afford him, so he's out. Who's your choice? Who are you picking? Who do you want? Give me one name. I don't want to give you one name. Well, you have to. That's the point of the... Well, will you give us you one pick, name? I just gave you him. Alexis, the boy, 28 £4 million from Anderlecht. Nah. Former, we don't need that. We we need someone who's a little right, bit more I've got, I feel like we're getting sound. the Norwegian boy at 27, because that's who Christian wants. I'm open. Uh, Omar, I'm open team. to call Omar my plan B. You know Excuse me, quiet silence. Okay. Um, there's been a massive changes. change. Um, Timothy Castagne has signed for West Ham. Oh, he is now no longer available. Fuck off. Um, and also, Scott McKenna has been put up to £8 million pounds, what? Um, by Aberdeen. So you'll have to note that Scott McKenna is now worth £8 million. Pounds. This is because of Louis Dittering. We could have had Timothy for five and a half. Now he's gone. So remember, if you lock them in, then it's fine, but... Are we still in the right back? Right. So you wanted Tim. Tim's gone. So it's between Omar and the boy that I said. They're both four million. Do you want the twenty-seven-year-old? This is perfect because. Or, or do you want the, the youth player at twenty? It's both exactly. Or do you go? It's it's where where we should be falling. Between. I want I want the young boy with the potential. Do you go potential or do you go prime? Go back it, back it, back the prime. Just now <laughs> for four million. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going with Omar, oh, and I'm going to give Badr. Eh? Of course you are. You could. By the way, you can. You don't have to lock us in. Sells Forest, but keeps in charge. Yep. Hey, plays the simulation. All changes. Hey. Go on, Bow. What are you saying? I'm going with Omar, or I'm going to throw in another name. So I'm just going to go with Omar. No, you can't. We've narrowed it down. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. So yeah, we'll go with Omar. Right, beaten two to one. Hey, we're getting Omar. Omar for four million. Bankers. Okay, so Omar. 
Omar five million pounds. Four, four, four million, four, four four million four pounds, which hell. means you have three and a half million pounds left. And five transfers. And five transfers. Are we, are we, are we selling anybody? Or well, yes. could I quickly get one in? Because if we're we're trying to save time and stuff. Okay. What? I assume we all think we need a backup left back. Yep. Do we? Burger mailing at two million. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Nothing's been banked yet. Hold on. Benkovic is going in the summer. Boyata mm-hmm. is going in the summer. Yep. You saw it. Might have spoken. I want a center back. Jack Hendry. Is it, it's Christopher Ayer is, is your one long term Celtic center back prospect. If you want to go into the Champions League with him and one other, uh, you know, get a center back. Hold on. Well, hold on. Before you get right, a left, that, before you get a left back. That, this committee needs a bit of focus here, right? Bows just raised the point of left back. Let's deal with left back. Then we'll get to centre back. Left back. Why? Because because, because that comes before in the lineup. Be- because we've just had to play McGregor at left back and play him out of position. You have and a left back. You got in, in, in the Glasgow derby. What? That's Ben Rogers' fault. He should have played. Yeah, and we're fixing uh, Brendan's yeah. mistakes. He's That's playing why people we're out. Here. He's, he's got three and a half left. He's playing people out of position because we didn't have. I'm saying in. If, no, no, no. That's a priority. We need See, a left Burger back. goes up double the price. <laughs> we need a Coming left for you. We need a left back. I'm with Bowd. Melling is the boy. We signed oh, him. Well, two choices million. right now are Shinny or, or well, Melling. It's, it's it's deciding vote. I'm just saying we might get stuck later in the window when we need to get. Well, we now need to back. sell. Overruled. Let's go. Are Melling. We Melling for two. Yep. Okay, we're banking Melling for two, please. Melling for two. So we got one and a half million left. And two, four transfers left. Right, let's balance the books. Let's so, so what do we need now? Are we just going to go through the team? No, we're like, never going to get a striker at this. Right, look, let's we, look at who we've got offers for just now. Okay. Right, we were never going to get okay. a striker. Good point, Louis. Right, let's you, look you, at, you walk us through the offers. Right, so currently we have offers in the email account. I've seen, I've read the emails. <laughs> we're acting. Um, uh, yep. Um, we have got a bid of fifty million for Edward. We're not going to sell him. We're not selling him. No, James Forrest. We are not. Selling James Forrest for ten million, that is not happening. Well, let's just think about it. We've got the shit house that is, Oliver and Cham, <laughs> Olivia and Cham. We've got a bid of is that it's nine million plus the same. So back you're getting nine million. million if you just want to sell him. But if you, you can get your man and Bemba. Does that is that two transfers though? That gets us yeah, two. two. That's a transfer. Two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I okay. You we'll can get com- 9 million we'll com- in a play. Okay, we'll come back to that. Okay. Callum McGregor, we've got an offer of 7 million, but Fuck we're not off. selling him. Sell Boyata him. for 3 million. Sell. Out of contract in the summer. Absolutely, I think we should sell. Jozo Simonovic, 2 million. Craig Gordon, fucking plankton. 1.5 <laughs> million. Scott Sinclair, 1.5 million. And the rest ain't earning as much money. Personally, looking at that list, in my mind coming into this room today, I thought we would sell 2 players. Who do you want? I would like to sell Olivier and Cham for the nine million and get Mbemba in because we need a centre half. And I would also, because of his contract situation and the fact that he is shit, get rid of Boyata and bank the three million that we get from I'm him. gonna say a no on Cham, so bald. Um I think we've come to a head there. We have uh, um, oh, fuck. Oliver and Cham um has left and uh, Didrik Boyata has also left Celtic in this window. Uh, 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 Oliver and Cham has... No, you can't do that. No? What's the fucking money, mate? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> then we would get money? No. Money up or down. Oh, or, shit, sorry. No, sorry. Offers have been withdrawn. Yeah. So, 
Oliver and Cham has got a long-term injury. Is now off the transfer oh, list. And so, uh, so we don't have any offers for him. Is that what you're saying? Good. He had, <laughs> so, good. He had good. so much potential. Yeah. Is this not a, a mastermind situation <laughs> where I've started so I can finish? So you're saying there's no offers for for Cham? Yes, Cham has not. Cham is Porto's now withdraw the yeah, offer. Cham has withdrawn the offer. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Cham has withdrawn. The offer. He's withdrawn his own withdrawn. offer. Yes. Fucking hell. So he's he's withdrawn the offer. So what's happened to Boyata? Uh, Boyata signed a new contract. Oh, so he's, he's so he's now he signed a new contract. More money? Can we can we do that? No. <laughs> no. Okay. You can withdraw the offer for him. Right. So <laughs> and Cham, I, I was pretty clear on this. In the okay. Email. I know you are. And do you know what? I changed it while while we were talking. Well, fact, <laughs> uh, well still, I did a box. Let's check the rules again. I'll okay, so Oliver and Cham has um, agreed to stay at Celtic, and he doesn't want to leave. And um, the other one is that Jeffrey Brahma, um okay, is now worth eight million pounds. That's, so he's out. Well, I'm never going to sign that many. Anyway, so that doesn't so we've got 15 minutes. So Olivia and Cham. So we, we, we're not getting the Cham money. So the Cham money. Um, can we can we sell Boyata? Yes, banked. Bowed. Well, well, hold on. Let's not banking before we've agreed on another centre half. But I, I want to sell what? him and use the money to buy another centre half. Yeah, so we need. So I, we're all agreed we're going to sell but, him. It's who we buy that's no. Well, we might be now. Oh, or lose them for free in the summer? Aye. Well, in Take real life, three million. In real life, three million. But in this, one, in Cham, was a lot of money. I do, I do, I do, We've I, only got 1.5 million in it's the bank. It's fine. We're selling Beata. We don't want to bank him yet, though. Do we? Yes, because we're not going to well, change well, our mind. But, but then we need to get in but the centre But we need half. money in. Are we not going to discuss centre mid or a striker? No, because we don't need them in this window. That's okay. madness. Defence. My strategy was Let's based get... on Cham getting sales. So we're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just, are we selling Boyata? Yes. Okay. <coughs> Banked. Banked. So we now got 4.5 million left and we got three transfers left. Yeah. So we. Okay. So we need, well, we need a centre back. Or we need some threes. So what, what can 4.5 million get us in terms of centre backs? So we can get John Suter for 4 million. You can get your man Chancel in at Porto for 5. Um, Scott McKenna is now eight. Carl Bartley is three and a half. Sean Kevin Duvern is five. And you have a, a young boy in Austria, uh, Darian Marisic, whose scouting notes says one of the brightest defenses, defensive talents in Austria, a sweet left foot. So there's your potential, Louis. Yeah, but if I'm not getting my fucking right back who was 20, <laughs> you're not getting a centre half in 19, well, here, here we, well, we need, We need... A centre half? No, you need. We need a bit of. We need, we a, need bit, a centre half. Yeah, but we we need someone with a bit more experience at centre half. We've got enough youngsters with Jack Henry well, and Ayer. Would have been good. We, but we need he's... we need a wee bit more. What I would like to do is I'd like to try and raise some more funds and get Chancel and Bemba. And if we can get, we need another half a million. I I would get him. In. Well, we need more than half a million because then that's no. We have four and a half. Yeah, but you can get him for five. So you need but a half a million. A final transfer. If, right. So, well, we've got two. How many transfers? Oh, no. We've got three left. We've got three left. But right. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm kind of snookering on myself if we do that, though. Um, well, unless we sell somebody else for more. Do you, do you sell Joseph as well? Yeah. For, for six and a half, That's, you can get... Leaves us six and a half million. But who, who, who do we want players. to buy? You, you well, want to buy Chancel for five. And that leaves us 1.5. Aye. 
then I think we... You can still get Yaya Toure. Can get <laughs> Yaya Toure and, and, and keep 1.5 in the bank. So, center, so are we going... Well, hold on now. So if we're going for 5 million, we need a centre-back. So, and I hear you, Louis, you want a little bit more experience. So looking at the people we have here, I, I think McKenna is out and I don't think anybody's getting Suter in. Yeah. So it's Chancellor and Bemba. Hurry up. Or, or Sean Kevin Duverne. Oh, he's 21 right <laughs> Chancel and Bembas were now went up to 9 million pick quid well, you're, because just, you're just making this up as no I've now. literally got it right here and also Yaya Turi has retired is there any good stuff <laughs> I thought you were going to blow the prices yeah. we'll just set it out in the next 5 minutes in silence until the next one right, you so. would be a terrible dungeon master <laughs> you would just kill the entire party Right, You're can we disgrace. just sell James Forreston and get somebody right, can a we Can we have a, a wee recap here? Okay. How much have we got in the bank currently? So what we brought in, we brought in Not Omar. Right. <laughs> Somehow we brought in two Norwegians. Um, and that's it. So six we've spent, which would be 1.5 left, and we've sold Boyata for free. So that's 4.5 million. Yeah, we've got 4.5 and we get three transfers left. So we've got our left-back cover, we've got our new right-back... Yeah, so we got right back, we got left back, Boyata is gone. For me, it's either it's a centre half or a new goalkeeper. We need a centre back. Yeah, we need especially a since we've let Boyata go. But if you think, I mean, it's only six months to the next window. So if you let Boyata go now, Ayer, Benkovic, Joso, Henry, Comper. <laughs> is that see you to the summer? If there's nothing, I mean, what well, I'm saying how, is that there's how, no really any centre backs available. Right, so we've, we've, we've got four point five, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why don't we sell Yozo for two, right? Okay. You've sell, got six and sell, a half. We've got six and a half. Then we get John Suter in for four. Oh come on! That gives us two and a half million oh. left, and we go for Patrick Pence. I honestly, I'd, new... I'd rather keep Yozo and John Suter, or just or, get that or, boy Marisic. Forget Suter. Yeah. Yeah, but the young I, boy that you didn't again like. like if 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 you're going with Ma- then you'd have Benkovic, Ayer, Marisic, Henry. As if, I mean, I, I think you need to keep. Yeah, I, I think if you're selling Boyata, you need to keep Joso. And we've sold Boyata. Well, so. well no, but, but no, Boyata, Boyata's gone. Forget about him. Joso is shit. Is there a better player there for around about the four million mark who you think would be better? How than about Yuzo? your man Sean Kevin at Lens? Five million, twenty-one. F- Highly late. But then f- five, we're only left with one point five, and then we can't really get anybody else. I think five's too much. I think we either go with someone like John Suter at four, or we go for your boy what? Marisic at three point five. No, well, I think when, if, either if, if of those will be an upgrade. If you're going to spend four to five million pounds, which is a fair bit of money for Celtic for a centre back, you go up for the best one available. And I think of those we have left um, that we can get, it's it's essentially Duran, isn't it? Unless you sell somebody else and get um, and then buy him for even more money. Then that means the three remaining transfers we've got were selling two and buying one. There's more players going out than there is coming in. Then overall, personally, I think I think sign sign your young boy three point five million from Stone Gratz. 
get him in at centre half with Yozo out the door. He's an upgrade on Yozo. So, okay, and let's, so, so see, let's see, put, see if we get your boy, who two. is good. I mean, he's, he's 3.5 million. He's um, one of the brightest defensive talents in Austria. Thank, thank you, Bald. That would leave us with 1.5 and two transfers left. Oh, no, sorry. It would leave us with a million. Yeah. So let's we can get somebody out. We can even get... A, okay. Let's Do you want lock him in? Lock okay, him in. Marisic for 3.5. So we got one million and two transfers left. Remember, like there's there's loans there as well. So there's loan offers for you can get Vanyama. For a <laughs> You've had a bid accepted for Scott Sinclair for five million pounds. Someone's so, stupid enough. So they've raised it to five million. Yeah. So you've got five million added to your coffers. No, you can't do that. If you want to sell them. Oh, if you want oh, to sell so them. Yeah, if offer. you want to sell them. So there's been an offer of £5 million. Pounds. That then uh, gives us £6 million to buy something there. And something also, Paul Nardi, the goalkeeper, um, his valuation has dropped to £2.5 Doesn't really matter. We'd have £6 million. If know, we sold no, Sinclair. Oh. So the option to sell Sinclair's there for £5 million quid. The bid if if you're selling Sinclair, surely you need a winger in. Right. No, we signed Buck. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'd sell Sinclair. If, if Take the money for Sinclair. Take the money for Sinclair. But I was it, just saying, about I mean, the loans as well, you can get Vanyama for a million, Vincent Janssen for a million, James McCarthy for 750 until the you, summer. You'll have to sell players at their at the peak. So, you know, 5 million for Sinclair, you've got to take that money. I, think I wonder who bid 5 million. I think they take the money. Bowed? 5 million for... Aye. Scott Sinclair, can oh, we really yeah. knock that back? No, we no. cannot. Oh, hold on, who, who are you bringing in then? Well, hold on, we'll we'll whatever that in a minute. About. Yeah. So, well, well, let's agree on somebody you would bring in for him then. Okay. Well, I don't think we go like for like. Let's, re- let's put that into. Who's going to play left wing then? Eh? We've got, we've got Lewis Morgan and we've got uh, Oliver Buck. We don't need another left wing. Mikey Johnson? Yep, we don't need that all Um Although, I was actually thinking about Takumi Minamino, <laughs> but yeah, who is a striker slash winger and can play across that forward line. Yep, but we've got enough offensive players. We've just signed him if we I think I t- tend to agree with you about. I think if you're selling You're Saint selling Claire, Sinclair. And then you've got your man. He he's can your play. first choice. So we've t- t- 23. So we've... Right. Oh, but how much we got? So we got six million. You so could go for. We would have six and a half, but I don't think there's anyone. Okay. I really, I really think for our overall style of play, we need to get a better goalkeeper and someone who's better with the ball at his feet. We do, we do, and if we'd managed what? to sell and charm at the start, we'd be all right with that. Now we're fucked. Let's. Um, I, I really. Uh, let's leave the offensive players. We get enough offensive players. Let's. Put the money, take the money, money no, for, for Sinclair. But for all of, all of Sinclair's dipping form, I think he's, he would start ahead of Burke, Morgan, and Mickey Johnson at left wing just now. But And you're going into some huge but games. But look at the age and the money that you're getting. And he's coming to the end. Did you say Nardi's down to two and a half? Or two? Yes. Yeah, two and a half million pounds for Nardi. So we've got so, we've so, those three minutes left on the okay. clock. Okay, right. I think um, perso- personally, I think we take the Sinclair money, we put it into a goalkeeper, and we go with the boy 
from Sion, 2.5 million. He's 22, he's rushing, he's a huge talent. He's coming off a long term injury, though. But he does have 60 caps at youth level. <laughs> <laughs> I like to sound the Paul Nardi better. He's 2 million now. You just like his name. Yeah. He's a handsome bastard. S- Scots well. Italian. Right. Um, oh, oh, okay, so are, are, we, are we banking Sinclair? Eh. Final um, transfer changes. James McCarthy um, was valued at £5 million. He's now valued at two. And Vincent Jansen, Spurs are willing to do business at £3.5 million. Thanks, Jim White. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You've got... Switch Sky Sports News off. You've got um, two minutes left, lads. Right, okay. Are, so, we, are uh, we all in agreement we're taking the money for Sinclair? We're taking the money for Sinclair. Right, bank. Right. Which means we've got six million and one transfer to go. Six and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half, I think. S- pretty sure it's six, but... Uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. Makes no difference <laughs> to the signings we're going to make. Right. I, 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 for the overall honestly, style, goalkeeper priority. I'm, I kind of want the Japanese sliding bout to have a backup striker as well I know we've got Viana and Bio yeah. or I don't know he's, he's, he can play across Bio and Wea we've already got in this window I know but there's 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 you know there's uncertainties with both I get this lad this, you know he's played a lot of games for Salzburg 9 Japanese caps 23 you yeah. know I would bowed. having lost Sinclair I would go with Takumi and we'll deal with Paul Nardi in the summer I agree who's to say this value won't go back up in the summer though to 4 million yeah it's dropped quite quickly who's yeah. <laughs> to say it won't go back up quite quickly right so we're taking the boy for Salzburg, Salzburg. done so, so that's the boy from Salzburg okay, Takumi Minamino Minamino okay. okay stop the clock you with time to spare 29 minutes and 14 seconds. So, talk us through who you're buying, who you're bringing in, and who's going. Okay. So, as a transfer committee, we are, as a transfer committee, um, we are selling Dedrick Briata, we are selling Scott Sinclair, and with that money, we're bringing in four players. Um, we're bringing Umar, Umar El Abdelawi, who's a right back. He's a right There's back. Right back Diakos, 27 years old. We are bringing in Bilger Bidigemeling from Rosenberg, 24, a left back. So I think we got, you know, it's a little bit of experience coming there as well, both Norwegian internationals. Um, and why would you be an international for anybody else? We're bringing in a young. Speak out of the mic, my man. We're bringing in Dario Marisic from Stormgrass, 19 year old centre back with 29 youth caps um, and a sweet left foot. Uh, our scout was saying, and we're bringing in Takumi Minamino from Salzburg, who is can play as a striker, as a deep striker, as as a wide forward as well. So I, I think we've done well there. I think you've done very well, yeah. and it does show you um, working to a budget. You've actually made a bit of a profit as well. We've got money left. Sorry, <laughs> Peter's going to keep us on. Peter's going to keep us on. That was a bit more in wages, but. Yeah, I said my top priority was right back. It was actually profit. Profit was my top priority. <laughs> you like a name? By... You like a name, but you also like uh, a, a lovely profit margin yeah, in the black. So terrific! Um, as I say, if the last maybe the last half an hour has been completely gobbledygook, but that's because <laughs> you've not downloaded the um, link to the Google Drive document. But to be fair, I mean these are all players that is has been rumored or would be a natural fit for Celtic if, if they actually went out and scouted we had like league experts saying 
we said to them, people who watch every single game in those leagues saying, look, this is Celtic, well, Celtic is looking for, age, price, and they said, well, these guys would fit that. So it's not an unrealistic set of, of players you're going for there. Some would say it's, it's the kind of players Celtic should go for. Lovely stuff. Um, yeah, we've went 20 minutes over our allotted time, but that's fine. I'm sure people will be happy with the extra. Uh, we've got Airdrie at home on Saturday, but we'll talk about that next week. Um, Can I just mention, yes. I Airdrie there as well, um, we had Frankie Mitchell's first column yes. with us yesterday. She's done match posters. They're, pheno- for, they're phenomenal. They're really, really cool. Um, Outstanding. And if so, so go and check out 90minutesinc.com and look at Celtic and Art, Frankie Mitchell's column. And check out on Twitter, Twitter made by well. Frankie, and she's got an online shop. So anything she puts up and we puts up of her stuff, you can buy in the on- online shop and buy prints of it, which you should. Terrific. There's some really good stuff. I was looking at it yesterday. The Paul McStay one looks, you know, terrific. Yeah. I was just going to, I was thinking we could actually ask the gentleman here what your original, did you have six that you were oh, planning on? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd planned all my transfers out. Um, so I was going to sell in Cham and Boyata. Um, you got I, one of your wishes. I got one of my wishes. Um, I was going to bring in Mbemba in the Cham deal uh, for centre back. I was going to bring in Melling, which we got. I was actually I'd originally put down that for Zamensa boy, um, and the goalkeeper from. Austria Vienna, uh, Austria Vienna. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and so those were the four I was bringing in him, Mensa, Melling, and Mbemba. But I thought that I could still bring in Yaya because he was not Three. at a club. Yeah, but no. So I was going to bring him in, which would have actually given me. Um, it would have given me 4.5 million left in the bank. Oh, lovely. Uh, Buy yourself for the hotel. Buy yourself. Uh, so I was going to sell in Cham um, and I would have did it as the uh, bringing in Mbemba so it would have been 9 million for Cham Snap. Mbemba for centre back uh, big Tim Castagna uh, George Castagna <laughs> <how you wait. laughs> <laughs> right back uh, Melling at left back so we got that uh, uh, Mina Ma- Mina Mina yeah. um, and Nardi so I was I, I got quite a few of what I wanted. Good, good. Left back, right back. Yeah, I, I would not have gone for a left back. Um and I would definitely not have sold charm. So I'm I'm grateful that you, you put that stopper to that. Uh, You'd have kept McGregor at left back probably. <laughs> um I, mean, I, I I would have probably looked at uh centre mid, Bastian Toma for because I still think you know, you can do another spot <laughs> in there with Brown going. Um Lose I want it. I wanted a winger. I kind of wanted the winger. I, I, either Albert Ellis from Houston Dynamo or, or Adek Benro from Rosenberg because I think they're really good values. And yeah, so so yeah, center center backs. I was, I, I wasn't, you know, I, yeah. I had a few alternatives, but yeah, I'm, I'm fairly happy. I, I think we worked well as a committee. I think especially yeah, me and Bowd. I think you, you both worked well. Um, you need an instigator in there, and that's what Lou McCaffrey is. He's a fire starter, a twisted fire starter. I'll tell um, you what, that, sitting that, that, about, that list is more extensive than the <laughs> list that's been put to Brendan Rodgers anyway. I'll tell you that. Um, 
tell us what you thought about this uh, feature on Twitter at 90 Minutes Cynic. Let us know if you liked it. Let us know if you disliked it. I actually thought it was a real, I thought it worked really, really well. Um, and it's interesting to see what people's different, what they think the kind of um, priorities are for Celtic in certain pos- positions in certain places. Um, but we're going to wrap up there. Um, it's been a pleasure as always, Chris Bowd. Thank you, thank you. Just another reminder: you can see all the scouting articles on Ninety Minutes. Go top. Blah, 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 blah. You got uh, MLS. You got Norway, Switzerland, Belgium, Austria. Superb work from all of the contributors at Ninety Minutes Cynic on Twitter. Ninety Minutes dot com is the website. Chris Bowd is the is the man. Yep, yep. Manipulator. The manipulator worked with Christian against Louis. Worked with Louis <laughs> against Christian. He really did. He's <laughs> unbelievable. Um, the owl, Louis McCaffrey. I've been pretty fantastic again, oh, to be Christ. honest with you. It's he the, has been outstanding. It's the 15th of January. Where is my right back? Where is Chris Omani? Chris Omani, he's calling. Thank you, you for having me. Out. Christian Wolf, pleasure I, as I always. I think this transfer committee game can be the next big thing in reality TV. So I'm, I'm very pleased with it. Um, yeah, good to be back. Yeah, good stuff. Um, we are, well, we've never went away. So um, thanks for listening. We are the 90 Minutes in it. Oh, he's doing the iTunes. iTunes. <laughs> Big thanks to everybody yes. who's left a, a, a review recently because I was actually reading them the other day and there's a lot of new reviews. Very, very positive ones, so we really appreciate it. And anybody who's not left a review or a rating, if you could please take the time on iTunes to do it, it would mean a lot to us. Unless you didn't like this new idea, and just <laughs> give us the feedback on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't judge us on this. Think of last week. Yeah, also you can put, you're can you allowed to paste our Christian Wolf on Twitter. Um, no, Christian, thanks for all the work you put into that, because that yep. was really great. Um, we are the 90 Minutes Cynic. I'm Chris Gallagher. We are the 90 Minutes Cynic, and we'll speak to you down the road. Getting their right back, we've got about one centre half, and we've got no cover at left back. Oh, and by the way, Tierney can't play indefinitely. Where's my right back? Where's my right back? Smoking mirrors, it's bullshit. Smoking mirrors, it's bullshit. Smoking mirrors, it's bullshit. We need a right back. Where's my right back? Where's the defenders? He's gonna cost cost us this this league. Where's my right back? It's the 8th of January! We've been led down the garden path here, and you are all behind it. Boyata, I told you all about Boyata. He's all bought in. Oh, he's a Belgian internationalist. Piss off. He fooled you all for a few months. He's shite. I even get Gordon booting the ball up to him. Is he thick? Is he actually thick? He's shite. Where's my right back? Where's my right back? Where's my right back? It's the 8th of January! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! He's shite! We need a left back, a right back, we need seven and a half. Get my back five! It's the 8th of January! Where's my right back? Where's my right back? Where's my right back? It's the 8th of January! 
Well, again, it's 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 the ramblings of a man or a boy or a child. Brown is done. Getting to Australia any means necessary. The time's up. Where's my right back? Where's my right back? Where's my right back? It's the 8th of January. And Cham Boyata Brown. All theorem. Absolutely terrible. You should apologise after it. He's shite. Where's my right back? Where's my right back? Where's my right back? It's the 8th of January. Jack Hendry's going to come on here again. Consistency loose. You would think after a bit of time I might calm down. We have got a voted squad and we need to put some <laughs> of the animals down. Where's my right back? Where's my right back? Where's my right back? It's the 8th of January! I think I spoke a hell of a lot of sense.